0: Welcome back, dear listeners. Hope you all are safe and in good health, just like me. As you all know, the last few weeks were nothing less than a roller coaster ride for me. But, as always, your dear Zia has managed to beat all the odds and come out like a star. <laughs> in the last episode, I talked about how a woman lives her life in 2075 with equality and dignity. And sharing it with you made me feel a lot better. So today, I feel blessed for all the love that you fujaites have shared on me. This brilliant community keeps me intrigued throughout the day with amazing works, opinions and ideas. What a platform. So guys, since I am in such a jolly mood today, I thought why not share an interesting story with you all that I'm sure most of you might have experienced at least once in your lifetime. It is a tale of travel, love, and of course, a lot more. Want to know more? Keep listening. This podcast is Zia narrates her last trip before the lockdown. Lockdown, guys. Lockdown. I am sure none of us would have imagined, even in our worst of dreams... That the fast-paced life world we live in would get affected by a deadly virus that has the power to end lives in a jiffy. And why would we? The life before the COVID-19 pandemic was full of adventures, rush and unstoppable experiences. We all were so occupied in living a life like we did that we didn't see such a situation coming, knocking our doors and taking our breath away. I know, I know a lot has already been said and done about the deadly coronavirus. But the reason why I am talking about it is because something that happened with me on my last trip just before the lockdown. Yes, brace yourselves. So in March 2020, I decided to take a break from what all was going in my life and take a solo trip to a place where I knew no one. After a lot of online browsing, research and suggestions from my friends, obviously, I zeroed down on Ladakh, a heavenly region located in the western Himalayas of northern India. It was really difficult to convince my parents to let me go on the trip alone. But I was absolutely determined to do this because I knew it was necessary. Sometimes the best you can do to heal yourself is by spending time with yourself and doing what you like. After a lot of struggle and convincing, I finally made it through and my parents permitted me to go there, only on one condition, that I would stay safe and cautious. I don't know if you realize it or not, but I was super duper excited the moment they agreed. So yeah, this is how I landed myself the first solo trip of my life in a place which is best known for its marvelous scenery, gigantic mountains and a peaceful lifestyle. My parents, being very concerned, had already booked my travel, accommodation and meals in a way that I wouldn't have to worry about anything except enjoying myself amid the beauty of nature for the next eight days. The first three days were purely magical. From the weather to the local people to the tourist spots, I did not know that I could befriend myself and have fun even without any human company. Perhaps, This was something I had been looking for till now. To be friends with my own self and explore my individuality without any bias coming in from society. Be it walking for hours alone or filling my journal, watching the sunset or having meaningful conversations with strangers during meals, everything seemed like a new journey in itself and I have to agree, I was loving whatever was coming my way. (laughs) Talking about love. How can I forget to tell you who I met on the fourth day of my little retreat. I was sitting alone at a local cafe having tea and penning down the flood of thoughts that were flowing from my mind on the paper when all of a sudden someone distracted me just by saying, excuse me. I turned around and was completely mesmerized with what I saw. Here he was. A cute guy, somewhat in his 20s, dressed in his pyjamas with messy hair and an absolutely adorable face, carrying a camera in his hands. His presence felt so charming that I forgot for a moment that he is waiting for my response. Coming out of my thought bubble, I asked him what he wanted from me. He told me that he was a photographer by profession and was working on a project that required him to click portraits of people who he found intriguing. Okay, quote quote, "Did he find me interesting? I asked myself and smiled. I asked him what was it about me that made him think I could be an eligible subject for his lens to which he replied that the way I was holding my pen and smiled in between as I wrote something in my diary showed how dedicated I was towards something as basic as writing. I must admit, my dear listeners, I was taken aback by the way he observed me. Without thinking twice, I smiled and agreed to him taking my picture and shyly posed for him as well. And this was it, the beginning of a new friendship. He joined me for tea and we talked about each other's life and background till late evening when I realized it was time for me to go back to my hotel. Call it coincidence or anything, it happened that he was staying in the hotel just next to mine and we decided to walk back together. Such a gentleman he was. He bid me goodbye when we reached the entrance of my hotel and gave me his number in case I would like any help with anything or would want to have tea again. I came back to my room, gushingly and quickly called my friend and told her everything that has happened. From telling her that his name was Sparsh, to him being a 21 years old photographer from Bangalore who was trying to explore life and learn as much as he could, just like me. I couldn't stop myself from thinking about him over and over again. And as cliche as it may sound, I ended up messaging him to meet me the very next day for a walk. For the next four days, we continued to meet and explore a lot of places and cuisine together. And would talk for hours and hours, once even till morning. Even though I had come here on a solo trip, I found someone who I greatly resonated with and would love to be friends with. On the ninth day of my expedition, it was finally time for me to say goodbye and return home. We decided to stay in touch and meet whenever we could because by then we both had realized how amazing we felt in each other's company. With a heavy heart and a lot of memories, I came back home and welcomed back my old life and people again. However, as fate would have it, the world was now a different place to live in. The scare around coronavirus had risen and since then, we all have been living under a state of lockdown, with limited travel and work. With all the online chatting and video calling, life appears more virtual than ever. Moreover, my desire to see Sparsh again is only getting deepened because of the imposed distance and situation. But as they say, Good things take time and I hope one day I'll be able to see him for real again and have those meaningful and unfiltered conversations again one more time. Hmm. So with this, we are ending today's episode on the note that no matter what happens, hope is something that has made us cope with the harsh realities of life and something that makes us want to live in the most difficult times of our lives. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. And if you like this episode, then don't forget to comment, like and share it with your loved ones only on www.fooja.com. I'll see you all next week with another chapter of my life and another story to share. Stay tuned. Bye-bye. Cheers.